Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to episode 167 of Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis. And my name is Barbara for the 167th time. Do you want there to be 168? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, well then quit complaining. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. So this weekend, Barb, we are headed to the Florida Dental Lab Association, or the FDLA, their symposium, which is June 11th to the 12th at the Renaissance Orlando Resort at SeaWorld. Probably a little bit more exciting for me than it is for you. <laughs> True to that. <laughs> But this is my first in-person meeting of the year. Have you done one? Nope. Oh, it's yours too. Yes. Awesome. I am super excited to see some friends and just to be surrounded by like-minded people. Awesome people. That live and breathe teeth. Oh, yeah. And they're very tan as well because it's Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be the... I'll, I'll Don't be leave st- them out. Yeah. Yes, you will. I will be standing out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still unclear if the podcast will be allowed to record because of the hotel restrictions. But I was told that they change those all the time. And I hope with the decrease in COVID cases that they will open up a spot for us to set up. But either way, I will be representing my new role with Preet. All right. Yay! Yeah. So if you're going to be there, make sure you come by the Preet booth and let me practice talking about all the great things Preet has to offer. Of course, you should visit all the other vendors who we have not seen in a long time and buy stuff from them, but just make sure you come see me first at Preet. <laughs> but hopefully, we'll get to record some, and I'll bring the gear just in case. And I'll be there just in case at the pool. If I can drag her away from the pool. <laughs> don't you have a pool? No, I don't have a pool. Oh, I thought you did. I'm divorced, remember? Yay, Why? me. I, but I don't have a pool. Oh. So, but I do have an ex, which I'm really happy about. Yeah, well, you know, you can't have both, I guess. <laughs> and that's fine with me. Trust me. <laughs> if you stayed married, it'd be above ground pool, and you don't want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to make sure that you stick around to the end of the episode, as we had a few thanks submitted for Dental Laboratory Technician and CDT Appreciation Month. Cool. So this week, we talked to two ladies that mill. That's it. That's all they do. Okay, okay. They might have done some other stuff, but milling is what they do best. And they loved it so much that these two technicians got together to create a group for other ladies that love dental technology. This group has gotten so big that they are now having their first summit next month, July 23rd to the 24th, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We talk with Jill Swafford from Oaks Dental Designs and Christina Heslip from Digital Dental Laboratory. They talk about starting in the industry, running successful labs, and running a family, how the idea of Ladies of the Mill came together, and putting together the first all-female speaker lineup at a dental show. So join us as we talk to Christina Heslip. What the f*** is that? Jesus. That sounded like a... That was an incoming email. Jeez. So join us as we talk to Christina Heslip. Heslip. Christina Heslip. Okay, I got to say it without laughing. <laughs> Christina Heslip and Jill Swafford. 
Elvis, when your lab was getting busy again after the shutdown, how the heck did you handle all of the extra work? It definitely came back a lot quicker than we expected. And the nice thing is that we have amazing partner to labs in the industry, Alien Milling. Not only did they handle all the designs that we were not prepared to do, but they could also handle any milling we needed done. So, you know, one of the buzzwords is that the outsourced design centers lack consistency. Did you see any of that? Was that an issue? Not at all. Not only was everything back to us the next day, all the designs were done here in the U.S. with a team of dedicated technicians that gave us what we like to call straight-to-mill designs. So basically, that's no adjustments needed in my language. Pretty much. You didn't have to open up 3Shape to make sure it looked okay. Nice. It went straight to the mill. And if the case was super complex, we just let them mill it. No matter if it was a zirconia crown, Emacs, an abutment, titanium bars, or even dentures. I had no idea they do all of that. So how is their turnaround times? We all know that that's the most difficult part of outsourcing work, you know, you just don't know. Absolutely. Most services are done next day. From crowns to bars, even the iVotion digital denture next day. Wow. Seriously, next day? That's amazing. Yep. What if I want to have Alien mill some of my crowns, but also mill my own? Do you think the doctors will know the difference? You know, believe it or not, they're not just a milling center. Alien Milling also provides the discs of the same zirconia and can set you up with one of their amazing mills so you can produce the same quality restorations that you want your lab to be known for. Wow. Sounds out of this world, totally amazing. What is the best way to find out more about Alien Milling? You can give them a call at 844-ZIRCONIA. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty fancy. That's 844-947-2664. Or head over to alienmilling.com to see all the services and products they offer. I'm going to do it. Thank you. We appreciate your support of our podcast, Alien Milling. Voices from the Bench. The Interview. We'd like to welcome to the podcast two ladies that mill. And we'll explain later why we're announcing it like that. So we'd like to welcome to the podcast, first up, Jill Swafford. That's right. Hey, how are you today? Good. How are you, Elvis? Doing fantastic. And then also joining us is Christina. And I forgot to totally find out how to pronounce your names. Nobody says it right, so I'm anxious. Oh, you want me to try? Oh, he's not going to say <laughs> it right. For it. Yeah. He is definitely not going to say it right. Oh, <laughs> wow. You're really testing me so early in the day. You can do it. Christina Heslip. Close, but it is not correct. It is Christina Heslip. Heslip. There you go. Heslip. He's going to have to re-listen to it 20 times before we... Uh... <laughs> oh, it's a common thing. It happens all the time. And now, our, unfortunately, our kids have the same outcome as we do at school. So it's kind of... Now it's fun for us. Yeah, I It's Heslip. I'm Christina Heslip. How are you? <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining. And I mentioned you both are ladies that mill because you've started a group called Ladies of the Mill which has had a huge online presence for a while, but has recently gotten ready to have their first meeting coming up in July. 
Yes. Yes. We are so excited. That's awesome. It's been a long time coming. I bet. It's been a vision we've been working on, and now it's becoming a reality, and it's exciting. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you, speaking for me, um, all of uh, my girlfriends and I are coming. We are so looking forward to it. We really are excited. It's been one of those things that we've talked about for years, and we started the mill in 2019, and so we kind of knew we wanted to get into something like this, but just didn't know when and where, but after COVID, it just felt like the right time. So how did the idea of Ladies of the Mill even come about? Who came up with this idea? Well, Jill and I were both at a, a summit, and we realized that there were there was just a lady speaker and we were like why is there only one woman speaking so I don't know we just started a conversation and then Jill's like what if we just started a group for women who mill and I was like all right I will join this adventure (laughs) (laughs) Christina had spoken a few times for a company and then I had spoke a few times for a company and we both would get people to come up to us and just say, man, it was so nice to just hear somebody that I could relate to. It was so nice to see somebody up there that I felt like knows the same struggles I have or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that's really where it all started. And I remember even telling a fellow male colleague, I was like, man, I'm not one of those people that's like just only about the women. And and then now here we are two years later and it's like, okay, well, we saw a need. <laughs> We're not man-haters, definitely No, this is not the man-haters club. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, since Elvis is the only man on the podcast right now. (laughs) I'll just be over here in the corner. Well, that was one of the first things I said to Jill was like, we don't want to be labeled as a man-hater group because we're not. Because a lot, I mean, my husband is digital dental laboratory and I'm just, the everything else person <laughs> along with that. So, you know, so we wouldn't be where we're at without the help of a man. No, I mean, the mentors that helped me get started yeah. are just phenomenal men in this industry. And they welcomed me into their labs, into their homes, into their lives, you know, just to understand and get a grasp of even what we do on a daily basis. You know, so we are super thankful and I think for Christina and I both, you know, it was kind of like, okay, well, where do we start? We want, we were just ready to see people again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait oh to my see gosh. <laughs> I'm so sick of talking to, no, I love talking to my children. Don't get me wrong, but I would love some <laughs> adult conversation. <laughs> I have four children, so we're always talking to the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can you guys, if you don't mind, take me back like individually on what, and when you got started in the industry and what brought you to it and how long have you been in it? I got into the industry because my husband, Brian Heslip, is a technician and he's been a technician for about 25 years-ish. I'm going to go with that um, wow. without like saying our age. <laughs> but Sounds good to me. So at first I was a stay-at-home mom with our four children. I have four daughters, Emma, Charlie, Anna, and Becca. Anna and Becca are twins. So it was our boy try. We got twins. Wow. So we have four daughters. (laughs) And Brian had worked for his parents is where he picked up the trade. And he worked for them for 
15 years and we broke off from them and started the digital dental laboratory in 2014. And he wanted me to go along with him. And I was like, oh, uh, no, I think you should stay where you're at because we've got a lot going on. And he's like, no, I, I have a vision. And so I joined Brian in 2014 and we opened Digital Dental with zero clients. And mm. now we are going to be seven in September. So Brian has been in this industry since he was two weeks old. So I'm sort of a newbie, but really seven years is not a newbie status anymore, I guess. <laughs> so what do you do at the lab? Do you actually do? I do everything but make teeth. So I do the model work. I do the checking in and billing out. I do the scanning. I do the printing. I do the sending the implants to other places. I convert files. I sweep the floor. Pretty much everything. (laughs) (laughs) No, Brian still takes the trash out. I do not take the trash out, but. (laughs) <laughs> I pretty much do everything. I've dabbled in the stain and glaze. I've dabbled in building, mm-hmm. but I am no tooth maker. They are not pretty. So we'll just leave that to the experts. <laughs> I hear you. I'm the same way. <laughs> so that's how I got into I this. And your turn, Jill. I've been in the industry for 20 years. So I started at 18 in, as a dental assistant. And just kind of worked out. I did 15 years doing that and was everything from pure side to financial coordinator, manager, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I had kids. It all changed. Working an hour away from home was just not conducive to family life. And so I looked at my husband one oh, night, yeah. who is my best supporter, my biggest rock. And I was like, Aaron, I think I want to open a dental lab. Honey, what do you think about that? He was like, what's a dental lab? I mean, I had never talked about it before. I had never made crowns before. Within a month and a half, we bought our first equipment off eBay or off Facebook. And we have been going at it ever since. So we started in 2018. I left my job that year. No clients. And now we ship all over the country. And it's exciting. It's been a really, really amazing journey. How did you learn if you never worked in one before? Well, I started, we only offered posterior zirconia crowns at first. That was it. So I outsourced my milling. I did the designing and all that, trial and error, YouTube, and a couple days in some offices that let me come over for a couple days and just kind of watch me through the software. Michael Smith is 15 minutes away from my home. Michael's been an incredible help in that part of everything. And he was who I outsourced my zirconia to because I didn't have a zirconia meal. I only had the MCXL and could only do Emacs. Mm. And so I used the resources that I had, which were doctors that I had known and worked with over the years. And I offered to do extremely, extremely cheap crowns. In return, I would receive feedback on every crown which was wonderful. Uh, They knew that I was starting out. They knew who I was as a person. They knew my work ethic. They knew what I would wanted to deliver. And so they were willing to work with me and they really, their feedback on every crown helped me to just get better and better. And I have watched a lot of YouTube, (laughs) a lot. (laughs) When we were first starting Digital Dental, we 
kind of started the same way. Our first doctor that we gained knew that we were new to all of our technology because we wanted to go digital. So uh-huh. when he handed over that impression, he was like, I hope this is good enough for you. And we're like, we're just excited. We get to make a tooth. So <laughs> and when we returned yes. it so quickly, he was like, whoa, that was really fast, guys. And we're like, yeah, this equipment allows us to produce quicker. So and also you're our only dentist and this is our first tooth. So like yeah. that plays a lot into it too. Yeah. And that was our fo- So back, Brian and I's focus that first year of our business was to get to know our equipment and get to know like how long it really takes us to make a tooth and, you know, just kind of figure out all the kinks in owning your first, you know, we've never owned a business before. So we're like, let's just take it easy the first year. We're not going to put our expectations where we can't reach them. So that first year was basically, we only had two doctors, I think. Um, One was local and one was in the next town over. And then we were like, all right, we're ready. And that's when I, year two was when I hit the marketing really hard. So I did lots of driving people and all that. And that's where Tina and I really balance each other is I I love what she just said. She's like, we took that first year to really go slow and, and get to know our equipment and, that's where her and I are the yin and the yang. Like, I'm like, okay, we made a crown. Let's go make a bunch more. You know, (laughs) we do. And that, yeah, Jill, you compliment me. You get me going like, okay, we need this, this, and this. And I'm like, I'm got it, but I'm going to take my time. If you don't mind. (laughs) We very much have a quick start and a follow through personality. Yeah. Very much. How did you two meet? Oh, so Brian and I were in the IDT. Um, we had an article in the IDT in, I think, 2017 issue. I don't remember what, February, something like that. I'm not, I don't know. That was a while ago. So yeah. Jill read the article and she called me and said, hey, you don't know me, but I read your article and I think it's very inspirational <laughs> and this is what I want to do. And so I just listened Aww. to her and, you know, we just, Went back and forth, and we've been friends ever since. Now we're partners. Yeah. We just hit it off. I got to say, it's super. I think that very beginning just said so much because what we're doing now really all started with that phone call. The reason that she was so inspirational to me was because I knew she was a mom trying to do it all. And her and her husband were going out on faith and opening this business together in their home. And it felt so relatable because that's the same thing I was dealing with. I was like, how do you still put the kids to bed at night? How do you still get the kids to school in the day? And there just wasn't a lot of that when I would go to the summits. I felt like I had was just surrounded by men who I know deal with the same issues, but aren't always as willing to share those mm-hmm. issues and those challenges. And Christina and I just had a ability to share that and you know, that's really where this whole thing to where we are full circle now comes from is just giving women that platform to be able to share that and, and have that space to say, look, I've knocked this crown out and it's awesome. And I also went on a field trip today. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, really like sometimes having that place where you just feel like you have somebody that relates to you 
is nice. Oh, I like it. So does both of you have your labs in your homes? Oh, yes. Currently, though, <laughs> mine is not at my house because we just bought a brand new house and we moved in. We're still moving in. So now I actually have to wake <laughs> yeah. up and drive to work, which is now a new, new challenge for me because I'm so used <laughs> to walking down the steps. Before we got our employee, I would walk down the steps in my pajamas. Like, all right, I'm here to work. Tell yeah. me what to do. But we hired, we do have an employee now, which helps me a lot. Sure. And uh, she's excited. Find somebody to get excited about dental technology is really hard. So where we're from, we're from very rural areas. My lab started in the nurse, well, it started in the living room, then the baby's nursery. I'm currently taking over my husband's man cave. All right. Hopefully, we will be moving into our new building that we've built in about two months. So, we have a 1600 square foot building that we've built on our property here. We're hoping to get to hire people where we live. And we've already hired our first employee, but we're ready to hire another one. And we look to continue to grow. And it's exciting. I mean, but yes, it started in our home. Our plan is to get digital dental back in our home. So it's just going to be a process. We do have the space for it. It's just getting the plumbing and the electric. And so we're basically building a new lab at the new house. So we're really excited and we hope to have it done within six months because I'm not a fan of two mortgages right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, I bet. Is uh, one of your daughters old enough sooner or later to jump in? Oh, yeah. Emma, our oldest daughter, is 15. So she'll be 16 this year. And hopefully, we haven't told her yet, but she's going to have a summer job this summer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, the reason I asked is because I'm a I'm a child of a dental technician and I was super young and he, you know, used us as much as he could. And it's it's a wonderful business to get into. I mean, that's how Brian got into it. That his parents put him and his sister to work in their lab, you know, as teenagers yep. and and I'm thankful for it because it put us to where we are today. And and that's what we tell our children, you know, you don't have to make tea, but for now you're gonna work in this family business. <laughs> So that way, or you can go wait tables at your papa's restaurant. But, you know, I would much rather have you in the lab than at a restaurant waiting tables because that's hard work, too. So that is hard work. Yeah. Well, you're talking the future generation, too. You know, a lot of us and I have done this podcast for three years now, and there's just so much third generation, Mm -hmm. second generation. And I think the kids fall in love with it, to be honest with you. I know I did. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic opportunity. It is. Jill, does your husband work in the lab? He does not currently, but <laughs> we both kind of know that that's, it will happen one day. When we built the lab, my husband owns his own construction company and builds oh, out here convenient. in our rural area. <laughs> and so he's my builder for the new building. Yes, it was very convenient. He doesn't think so because he worked for free. <laughs> um, but I thought it was great. <laughs> But I mean, we know that our families have all been farmers and builders and contractors. And, you know, I look at them now and I see the struggles physically that it's put on their bodies. And so, you know, that's kind of our goal is him to early retire out of construction and get to do this with me. And he he's so good with his hands. I mean, he builds every day. He loves seeing that start to process, start to finish product. And so it's the goal, but we don't really have a direct timeline. 
but yes. Has he made anything on the CAD CAM side? He will be more of the artistic. So my husband will be more of the one who works with implants and who stain and glazes and, and does porcelain. Like he's just, he went to our class in Bart had a class in Chicago two years ago. Mm-hmm. And my husband had never picked up a brush, never touched porcelain palette, nothing. And his crown looked great. <laughs> He's that person that can yeah. see the start to finish and understand. It just has to make sense in your head. And he's that person that it can make sense in your head. Nice. Which you're not, Elvis, I know. Sorry. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it takes all of us doing all of our own parts. Yeah. It's yeah. not just making teeth. There's a lot more to owning a dental lab than just making teeth. So everybody has a job. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just think it's fascinating that both of you just decided, hey, this is what I'm going to do and did it. Like, yeah, personally, like that is just so ballsy. <laughs> I love it. And and you're so successful now. It's very inspiring. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's definitely been a challenge. And I mean, for us, I mean, everybody's different. But, you know, as far as me and my husband go, we both, he's Christina. So my husband is the researcher, the let me think about it. Let me, let me study it. I'm the, oh, we'll make it work, you know? And so when I said it to my husband, I fully expected him to be like, I don't know, you know, and, and kind of be hesitant, not because he doesn't believe in me, but because he has to process things. Mm -hmm. And I did not know this till, till several months later, but I finally just cornered him. And I was like, Aaron, you were so much more, let's do this. You were more like me on this process. Like what happened? And he said, Jill, He said, honestly, if you want to know the truth, he said, I went to church and I prayed about it at the altar. And he said, I knew right then you were doing the right thing. And he said, I never went back. And that's the story of our whole lab. I say all the time, it's not mine, it's God's. And I just try to be a good steward of it. And I don't do it. I do the work, but it's amazing the things that have happened and the process and the journey and the story. It's just, it's awesome. You hear a lot about people that, opened up a lab, quote unquote, back in the day. And you don't hear it very often in modern times with digital equipment. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's fascinating is that that's what you guys did. Because everyone talks about how expensive it is to open up a lab now. You know, it used to be you could just get a Bunsen burner and some wax and you're good to go. Yeah, But now you got to invest. It is the biggest investment ever. And Brian is not a risk taker, really, when it comes to finance. So he's like, (laughs) when he came to me and we came up with the bottom number of how much money we're going to need to open this digital dental laboratory, I was like, there's no way in hell a bank's going to give us that money. Like, there's no way. Sorry, I said hell, but. No, that's all right. We like it. We like the juicy juicy stuff, so I'm dumbing it down. Oh, yeah. Really. like (laughs) We do. But I was like, there's no way. But. And like Jill said, we took it to church. We took it to God. And we said, if this is what we're supposed to do, help us get through this lending part. Because if we can get through this lending part, we can get through. We know our work yeah, ethic is there. Yeah, we know our worth ethic. Yeah. yeah, the ethics there. The Brian knows how to make teeth. I know how to do customer service. You know, I'm a people person. I enjoy talking to people and getting to know them and stuff. We did not work. My husband and I did not work for from April 1st until September 18th. We had no job. So in between that time, we were building a lab. 
We were taking little odd jobs. We were holding six month old babies. Like it was crazy. July, the bank finally said, okay, we'll give you the money. We're like, thank you. Like, really? You know, it's just like, we're like, we don't want, if we're not supposed to have it, don't give us the money. So we, yeah, we got the money and we opened in September. So it's been crazy. crazy. It's like, and now we're going to be seven. It's like, and we're doing yeah. numbers that we've never thought we would be doing coming out of COVID. It's like, yes. How did you guys come up with the names for your labs? Did you have to do a lot of soul searching or did it come to you? Oh, no. I just found the paper because of moving from one house to another. I found the paper of all of our dental names for our lab. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm so glad we didn't name it that. And <laughs> Oh, that's cool. So every time you thought of one, you jotted it down yeah. and then you were trying to figure it out? One of them that comes to mind was Happy Mouth Dental was one of them. And I was oh, like, geez. <laughs> I was like, I am so Where did glad. that come from? <laughs> yeah. Why? That was when you were holding your uh, daughter. <laughs> Probably because we were so happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, ours is, I knew the day that we decided to do it. I mean, I, our name was, it was there. And I mean, we, I was sold. I was done. So Oaks Dental Designs was born like the night that I told my husband I wanted to open a lab. And where did Oaks come from? We live on a property that's been my dream property since I was a child, and it was my grandparents' land, and we finally convinced them to let us go into debt and buy it, and there's this massive oak tree, and it's like the biggest tree anywhere around here. I love it because, you know, that tree has stood through weather. It's stood through good seasons, bad seasons. It is strong. Its roots are just so grounded, and I'm like, that's exactly what I want every restoration that I send out to be. That's oh, it. That's I love what I that. That's it. And I was done. Like, so that's nice. who we are. Well, Christina, your lab name can't get any more blatant <laughs> than what it is. Awesome. I love it. Digital dental. <laughs> digital dental lab. Every yeah. day I'm So what do you do? It. We're digital. Yeah. <laughs> Every day I'm milling it is our little slogan thing. Yeah. Oh, I it's like awesome. that too. Yeah. We have, I'll send you guys some t-shirts. They're fun. Um, oh, I love free t-shirts. <laughs> But so the, the everyday I'm milling it thing was like, so everybody's like, how in the world do you work with your husband 24 seven, like work with him, you family with him, you like. I was getting to that question. I question any couple that does that. Yeah. So it is not always rainbow and unicorns, trust me. But Brian and I decided, okay, we're doing this together. We we're very humorous people. We try to find the humor in bad times. So we laugh a lot. So on days we're like, you know, when it's like thick in the lab, like with heavy mm. stuff and you're just like, Oh yeah. Don't yeah. talk to me. I've got this <laughs> case. It's terrible. And I'm like, well, I got this and I've got that, you know? So there was one time where we just blew up. So I just went to the model room and turned my music up and got done with the model work that was coming in because one of our visions was to take all these traditional dentists and make them digital because where we're at, mm. nobody believed in the shout out. And today, you know, we had in the beginning, every doctor was an impression. We had no digital account. Today we have turned all those doctors now have a digital impression scanner 
and that they purchased themselves, not us putting it in there. Um, we tried that. And, Interesting. And it's still bouncing around to different offices, and then they end up buying one, which is great. But now we have two doctors that send impressions, and everybody else is digital. Anyways, the day we were fighting or whatever, and I was in the room jamming my music, I come out, and I looked at Brian, and I said, every day I'm milling it. And he was like... <laughs> I love that. And I was like, isn't that, you know, (laughs) all of our problems were like resolved, disappeared (laughs) just because I said every day I'm milling it. So we got it on t-shirts, coffee cups, pens, just like our box. Because every day our goal is to run the mills. So, and they're running every day. I bet. Why did you decide to get with the Densupply Serona systems? Because I think both of you use exclusively mm-hmm. use that system, right? Yep. Absolutely. I mean, it was a no-brainer for me. Coming from dentistry, you don't get a same-day crown. You get a Syrup crown. Yeah. Ah. You don't get a lithium disilicate. You get an Emacs crown. Yep. You know, and their branding strategy and their immersion in the market, their saturation was just... So it was everywhere and it's just such a well-known thing for me. That's all I really knew. And I just knew that it was there and it was everywhere. And I did not want to do the whole upload, download, transfer, convert. No, I wanted this most streamlined, easiest versions of things I could do. And when I saw the software for Densify Serona, it was so user friendly. Mm -hmm. It is so stupid dumb easy to use i mean it was point push the arrow and follow the colors and i mean granted you have to go farther into that but it's just so user-friendly and i loved how everything communicated together seamlessly Mm -hmm. so for me there was no question and i'm still happy with the software wow for us i think brian attended i think the hinman or some of them oh yeah and and he yeah down in that's where we're from I think he saw it a demo and he was hooked on the, I guess it was Serona, the company, but uh-huh. yeah, and he was like, this is easy. You know, he's like, dad, we need to get this in the lab. You know, his dad's very he's old school. So, and they eventually got it as well. And so Brian just, it was familiar to him. So he, uh-huh. that's what we're going to invest in. And, and we had created relationships with Chris Niquette, who was our sales rep at the time. And he was the first person we called when Brian and I decided to do this. Brian's like, I already have his number. Called him, yeah. told him what we wanted. And he was there. So Chris Niquette just, you know, he's like, oh, well, uh, perfect timing you're calling because I have this whole set of equipment, the scanner, the mill, the computers, the centering oven, all that for a very low price because somebody did not make their payment. So it was like repossessed. Oh, yeah. So it was like, oh, cool. That's the first $88,000 we get to spend. (laughs) So, glad it's just eighty-eight thousand and not what it could Oh my be. god! Yeah, yeah. But Jill, you found yours on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> I found it in the DS study group. I had been in there for just a couple days. Somebody had told me if you're going to think about doing this, you need to get in that group. And yeah. So I did, and this guy's like, "Hey, uh, I've got a scanner, a computer, and a MCXL for sale." Wow. And so I'm like, this sounds like a great idea. It's this amount of money. And 
I was like, there's no way that it can really be that. So I look it up. I got the whole entire thing, the scanner, everything, $17,000. Scanner, the MCXL, and the computer. Wow. How angry are you right now, Christina? I'm sorry. Yeah, (laughs) my mouth just hit the floor. I'm like, yeah, I thought I had a deal. (laughs) So, I mean, we literally drove to the Florida line just praying. I mean, literally praying. And he got, he pulled up in his Prius and we pulled up in our Dodge Ram and <laughs> I gave him a check. We took his stuff and we drove back to Tennessee praying the whole time that it worked when we plugged oh, it in. Oh, jeez. I mean, it was that. That's my risk taking. Yeah, I mean, I that's my, it. I prayed about it. I felt good about it. I had peace about it. Let's do it. And then even my, all of my material. Yeah. I mean, I had to buy a new furnace. I didn't have a stain and glaze furnace. So I had to buy that. And that was the only new purchase that I made to get started. And then I recently, so last year, three weeks before COVID, you can hear that again, three weeks Mm. before COVID, Uh. I decided to purchase a lab, an entire lab in Alabama, in Gulf Shores, pack it in U-Hauls and bring it back. So I commuted for five weeks with this guy and sat bench side with him and learned like, an extensive, a massive amount of knowledge. It was a wonderful experience. It was a six-hour drive one way. So I would drive down on Monday, Sunday nights and come home on Thursday nights. Wow. Oh, my word. Holy And moly. so I did that for five weeks and then drove all of it back with a U-Haul and had a huge <laughs> payment because we had just went in all this debt for my big meal and my other furnaces and my computers and scanners and you know, we were building a building and then three weeks later, COVID hit. Mm. Me and my spouse are looking at each other like, well, there's no teeth to make. So this is a really good decision. <laughs> but through it all, I mean, we've grown through COVID and we've gained mm. digital clients like crazy through COVID, which has been amazing. And now I'm thrilled that I have all this three U-Hauls sitting in my garage ready to go into the new building. And we don't outsource anything anymore unless it's gold through strategy. You know, we love working with Scott mm-hmm. at strategy milling and, you know, so we outsource that to him and custom abutments. Other than that, it's made right here in good old Tennessee in the middle of my field. Awesome. And I love it. <laughs> That's a great story. So, yeah. I love that. Craziness. So you have three U-Hauls of equipment you bought a year ago that hasn't been plugged in yet. Oh, no, 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 no. Her garage is pretty awesome. It looks like... <laughs> I even went shopping in it. She donated us a, a cart because I was like, Jill, I have all these case fans. I have nowhere to put them. She's like, come on down. I got plenty. <laughs> Library carts are the best thing ever oh, yeah. for small spaces. Yeah. Sure. Shout out. <laughs> Your garage. I was like, Brian, you would have a heyday in there. <laughs> I can't wait to get it all put up. I mean, I have stuff. It's amazing. Like I've got room in the new lab and I have all of the equipment to set up like up to 12 technicians. Wow. You've got all the old school cool stuff that you haven't seen in 40. That's so fun. I mean, and it's, they're great hand pieces and great lots and great. I mean, like it's not just stuff that's been sitting in storage for 50 years that you're scared to get Mm -hmm. out. Like, it was just a really, really wonderful God thing. And it was the best thing for that guy at the time and the best thing for me at the time. And it just, it worked out. His clients have been wonderful. It's been wonderful to gain those clients through buying the lab and 
that's been a great relationship builder and a lab builder for us. And it's just been a really, really good, fun story. (laughs) Did most of the clients come over to you? No problem or? Uh, Yeah. So he was still doing PFM, which I had no desire to do. He had everything digital, but he did PFMs. And so his clients that were his PFM clients, obviously we didn't really pursue. Mm -hmm. And I let them know that kind of up front, like, I know this is still what you love and I'm happy for you. I'm just not going to be your person mm-hmm. for that. But as far as his Zirconia Emacs clients, yeah. I mean, we we still service them, you know, every That's day. Cool. So it's, it's been great. But I mean, it was a lot. I was able to sit down with each and every single client that he had personally and talk to them one-on-one in front of each other. We had exceptional communication in the beginning. And, you know, his 45 years of lab experience taught me a lot in those five weeks. I bet, yeah. You know, I learned a lot about things I was doing as far as business-wise that probably weren't the smartest things I'd ever done before. And it helped me be a better business owner, just having spent that time with him and investing that time. It was awesome. That's great. That's our stories. Now that we're 45 minutes in, what else did you want to talk about? <laughs> we want to talk about Ladies of the Middle. Are you, Barbara? Yeah, I think we need to start getting to the big event that's coming oh, up yeah. in July. Oh, you mean the Ladies of the Mill Summit? The Ladies oh, yeah. of the Mill Summit. Yes. So my first question is, are men invited? Men are more than welcome. Okay. Yes, you just have to like high heels and tote bags. As in like we have to wear those or just like... No. <laughs> No, no, just not just, be offended if you see a lot. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> no, men are totally, come on. Yeah, I mean, we're not excluding anybody. We just, our thing is, it is very female driven as far as, you know, everybody that's speaking, every person that is speaking at the event is a female. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yeah, I mean, we're proud of that, you know, because it's something that we don't get to see a lot. And we want to encourage other females to get vulnerable and get out of our comfort zones and do that because there's so much information to share and there's so much knowledge that's out there that sometimes just hearing it from a different perspective, somebody can take it in a different, it can be applied better. Yeah. I think this summit is more business oriented. Yes. You'd say. Mm -hmm. So there's not any like cool tech things you're going to learn. Okay. No, that's, our next summit be more hands-on tech. How did you find your speakers? Like, how did you go out to them and, and where did you find Well, we found them on this group on Facebook called Ladies of the Mill. <laughs> 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 But we also, just through networking over the years, we've met some incredible women and we just reached out to them and told them what we were doing. And they were like, yes, sign me up, send me the paperwork. Where do I sign? And we're keeping it kind of on the smaller sides of things. Since this is our first summit, we're trying to, you know, let's just see what we're capable of in year one and see where we can take it the next year. And that's really why the whole ladies of the mill, like why we marketed the way that we did this year was because we knew we wanted to do this, but we knew we already had a following with the ladies of the mill Facebook group. And so you market to where you have a following. It's just, especially for your first one, you know, we want to make sure that we sold our tickets out. We wanted to make sure that we had plenty of vendors there, which we have over 20 vendors, which is amazing. Sponsor vendors is what we call them. 
Yes. Yeah. The sponsors and the vendors that are going to be there, just it's super exciting. And so we really wanted to just control it in the fact that we knew that these women already know us and we already have a relationship and a connection with them through the Internet. And so we felt like they would probably be the most responsive to our first ever kind of thing. Yeah. And so that's really why we started and where we started. And then it's just kind of grown from there. So it's we do have a man registered and we're excited for Dr. Stapleton to be there. Yeah. My husband, Brian, He's Brian's going to be there. Yes, we have several. Our handyman. <laughs> we're more than welcome for others to come. How do you find the time with everything that you have? Christina and I are supposed to be at a weekend planning retreat right now. Oh. Like we are... Both supposed to be at the Chattanooga, which is where the event is going to be held for the entire weekend. No children, no husbands, no fun time, just to knock all this out. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But this is where we're relatable because my child is sick. My mother is also sick. My backup babysitter is also sick. So currently I'm sitting on my porch with my children inside watching a movie with very evil eyes every time they act like they're going to come outside. (laughs) Your mean mom and look is fierce. (laughs) While Christina is at her place, we're watching each other on video with it being muted so that we feel like we're in the same space. And so we're literally having to be moms while we're doing this crazy adventure of an idea. And yeah, this is how it works. You know, having four daughters is and telling them what I'm doing, they're like, Mom, you're like, Yes, <laughs> you're cool. So they're like, This is cool. You know, they want to help. So they're proud of me. And having them be proud of me is it makes me a little just yeah. thinking about how see me through their eyes. So I think having the support of our spouses though too, like Brian, Christina's husband Brian's been awesome. My husband Aaron, like we are working in the evenings. We're working after the kids go to bed. We're mm-hmm. up early. We're But they see what we're building and we, they see that our passion is there and, and our the why. They know our why and they know that they're there to support us at 100% and believe in us and push us. And without that support, Barbara, it's impossible. Yeah. It would just be miserable. Yeah. But they're always there to believe in our crazy ideas and annex and just go for it with us. So Jill brought the summit up to me and she, and she's like, so run it by Brian and tell me what he thinks. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. So I tell Brian our idea and he's like, oh yeah, you guys get, you better do this. Like, this is great. I'm 100% behind you, but there's only one thing I want to be part of with you. Like if you need me to help with anything, I'm there for you. And Jill, he said the same thing to you too. So it was like, if y'all need anything, so he's going to be our, he's going to hang up signs and and get our stuff for us. Make sure we're fed and water. I'm thankful. Yes. What I really like is that you're just going to do this. Did you guys ever think, okay, so like this isn't going to happen this year because of COVID or were you just like, we're doing it? Those thoughts aren't allowed. Like I don't do, no. Awesome. (laughs) No, I'm not that, like I'm the most, we're going to sell these tickets out in two weeks, Christina. (laughs) Wait, I'm like, I can't go there in my mind. It doesn't work like that. I believe in you, Jill. (laughs) I feel like the world is starting to open back up. Yeah. Me too. And that's exciting. I mean, I'm vaccinated. My husband's vaccinated. The pandemic is very much still there. My daughter was recently 
Emma, the oldest, was recently quarantined and we had some hard life lessons. Mm. She missed her drama play that she was 100% dedicated to and got quarantined the day before it debuted. So she did not get to do that. But so it's still very real and there. But we've got face masks. We got hand sanitizer. We're going to follow what the hotel um, suggests for. That's one reason that I was super excited to do it. We really debated on what's our location going to be. Where are we going to do this? And Tennessee has just been a very open state from the beginning. Our governor has really been supportive of businesses and those kind of things. And so when we talked about where, for one, Tennessee is about, the location's an hour from me and about an hour and a half from Christina. And so that was definitely convenient. But yeah, knew that our state was already on the way toward being very open and feeling more normal. And I feel like that's what so many people are just desperate for right now, because not every state is as fortunate. There are so many that I talk to still that are not able to go out to eat in a restaurant, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's not, I don't say that judgingly. I mean, everybody has to make their own decisions. We wanted this summit to feel like a reset and to be inspirational for people to feel like there is going to still be a normal and I can even function before it gets that way. Like I'm going to make my plans for when it does return mm-hmm. and I'm going to start planning now. And so that's really what our goal is just for women to be able to come and be refreshed and feel re-energized and go back with a new sense of confidence and of excitement and of passion and a, a sense that they're ready to take on that next level. That's what we want. I mean, that's the goal. But like the convention, the room at this hotel is ginormous. I mean, it is huge. And we're like, oh, we can social distance in here all day, like just in case things aren't lifted. Yeah. And that's that's another thing. Like when we planned out the summit, we wanted it to be a little different. This is not a technical summit. It is also our vendors. This is something we're really excited and proud about is that our vendors are going to be in the room with us for the entire summit. Oh, that's different. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. I love that. It is. Not, it's different. And so often it feels like that the vendors, you know, you guys are looked at the vendors. We kind of are like, oh, walk the other direction. They're going to stop you. You know, it's, it's the salesman yeah. in you, you know, or whatever. But what I feel like we're going to be able to offer for our vendors coming this year is the ability to hear the entire conversation. Yeah, they're going to hear the questions that are asked. They're going to hear what people are loving, what people are not loving. They're going to hear what people wish were different, what people are happy about. And that is like invaluable marketing information for a vendor. Yeah. And we want that experience to be more of just a. we want you to get to know these vendors. We want you to know why they wanted to be here, why they wanted to support this event. Mm -hmm. And so that was just really important for Christine and I to do this a little different than what we've always been used to doing. I'm excited. That is very neat. So talk about some of the speakers you have lined up. I mean, obviously, the both of you are speaking. We are, yes. I am. I'm going to tell my secret of how to balance and keep it real. (laughs) (laughs) So, Yeah, Christina is talking all about balance. I'm doing leadership type stuff. We are also doing a joint thing with budgeting and things like that, but then... We've got some really exciting, if you want to talk about Anne and her sister, just kind of what they're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. Anne and her sister are a doctor lab team, and they also, they're they're sisters. So they're talking about communication between the lab and the dental office. 
And I think having the right communication with a lab and your doctor is like huge. Because if you don't have that, you don't really have a anything with the doctor. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to communicate so we can make, especially on our hard cases, like, you know, it's not just number 14, whatever, you need to match this and do this and do that. And I got a big case of, you know, six through 12 or eight or whatever, you know, it's like, sometimes you just want to talk to the doctor and they're just going to show like how they do it how they communicate so I'm excited to listen and then we have a couple I'm really excited about too like Marina is one that has just you can't meet Marina and not love her (laughs) exactly if you've met her before she's just so much fun and she's going to be talking about passion and just always having that fresh passion in your life bringing it into your work and So we're super excited about having her because she's just, she brings so much energy. It'd be so awesome if she brought like a Bunsen burner and like, or whatever, like a little cook platter thing and made us And cooked while she spoke. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that would be awesome. (laughs) I mean, she's just so much fun. And then two of the other speakers that we're bringing, I'm really personally excited about. And I, I really fought for these two because... I have got to know them through social media. I've never met them in person. Hmm. However, I have fallen in love with their energy and their drive on social media. So we have Lauren coming from Blue Box Dental, and she started in her laboratory as just like a hired hand with no experience. And she's now like a production operator there. She's young. She just has such a drive and a passion to just grow. And she has a vision of growth and so she's going to share kind of how she shook up her market and how she did that and how she saw the multi-generational thing which I think is a huge thing in our our industry right now yeah is how to merge multi-generationals and how to deal with the millennials and the baby booners in the same room yeah (laughs) Oh, that sounds like a party. So I'm really excited about bringing her. And then our last speaker that we've not mentioned is Dr. Emery. And Jessica Emery is a marketing guru. She is a dentist that practiced for years in Chicago. She opened a startup practice up there, sold a extremely productive, well-ran machine just recently to to commit full-time to dental marketing. Wow. And so she's going to be bringing the perspective of number one, Instagram, which is where we so much of us push. That is my number one marketing source is Instagram. I want digital doctors, which are normally younger oftentimes. Mm -hmm. And I want a long-term client. So yes, I want a younger generation. So she's going to discuss Instagram, but she's also going to discuss, I loved this line when I called her. She said, Jill, I cannot tell you how many people came into my white hot, white hot, I can't say that word, H-A-U-T-E, boutique dental office. And she said the laboratory would come in and show me these beautiful, gorgeous A2 crowns. She's like, I'm not an A2 dental office. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, they missed the mark. You know, I know that not everybody likes, you know, an OM3 crown or whatever, but that is my client. Mm-hmm. And everything about me screams that that is my client. Right. But they would come in with this presentation for the client down the road. Mm, interesting. And so she's going to really bring that perspective of how to market to the client you're looking for. Right. And as a dentist, 
from the dent, which is who we're trying to get the attention of, you know? So yeah. I think she's going to really bring a lot, a lot to the table. And I'm excited about it. So yeah, we got some awesome speakers lined up. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd say that's Absolutely. some interesting topics, but it looks like you have some other interesting things happening during the show. Yes. Oh, we do. So what else do you have going on? <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> oh, you want the dirty details. The dirty details. You know, we know like sitting in classes can be, you know, by the end of the day, you're like, oh my God, I'm ready to like not be here yeah. anymore. You know, yeah. you're just like overloaded. So we took the last hour and a half of the day and we... Oh, this hasn't even been announced yet, Christina. No, this new. Well, they wanted something that hasn't been... Yes, okay, you know, go, ahead. Well, go ahead. Spill the beans. I'm going to be Jill right now and jump to it. Go for it. <laughs> so we have decided to take the last hour and a half of Friday night and from 3.30 to 5, I believe we have a woman comedian coming and a happy hour in there. Nice. So... We're super excited because laughter is the best medicine in my book. Mm-hmm. So we have a comedian come in the last hour and a happy hour. So and mm-hmm. it's it's like a hat. And then after the comedian, we're going to have another hour of vendors to stay open. And so that way everybody can go visit the vendors. And That's before we head over to Southside yeah. Social, though. So we've got the whole Friday afternoon is just going to be Party. really let your hair down, get to yeah. know people. Yeah. And so Southside Social is fun. I mean, it has, we've got bowling, we have ping pong, we have, oh my gosh, shuffleboard, we've got cornhole, we've got T-ball. Oh, fun. I mean, it's like an adult Um, Chuck E. Cheese and it's all for free. (laughs) It is an adult Chuck E. Cheese. It is. And they have the most killer tater tot nachos that are just amazing. Mm. Speaking my language. The Southside Social's theme is from that movie, The Big Lebowski. So, I'm, I'm. Have you ever watched yeah. The Big Lebowski? Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. So that's what their uh, theme is. So nice. they have. That, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, they have a really good white restaurant. So Saturday, we're gonna end up and finish with our vendor couch mm-hmm. and our our couch talk. Couch talk. Yeah. So it's gonna be more like a talk show. I'm kind of excited about that <laughs> a little bit. Just really getting people comfortable and so we're going to bring the vendors up so just like we have a, spe- a speaker panel normally we're going to have a vendor panel and we're putting you guys on the spot i mean we're going to have our vendors up on the stage and everybody gets to just ask y'all questions and go for it so we're excited about that because that's not normally a communication that happens do the vendors know this <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah, yeah but i think that's a mutual opportunity that's a great idea I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just getting that chance to just tell your story. Just 40 minutes. So many people miss is when you're dealing with females, when you're marketing with women, we love stories. If you can't tell by this podcast, we've been full of them. <laughs> I mean, I could sit here and tell stories after story. Yeah. You story tell when you're marketing to women. And so you market differently oftentimes to females than you will a male. And it's just, that's proven science. We want the vendors to have that opportunity to get up there and just kind of show them they're a person, not just a salesperson. Yeah. And talk about the company and and let them know that it's a family run company or that it's got a, a story behind it that matters and that they're not just looking for the next sale. Yeah. I know I invested in Serona and Dent Supply Serona largely because of the family, mm-hmm. largely. Yeah. And that is still why 
I'm still there is holding on to that family, mm-hmm. honestly. That's great. So yeah, we're excited about that. Awesome. I think you put together a great event. I like it that it's different. Are you going to be there? I'm going to do my best. I hope to be male number three that signs up, maybe. Uh. <laughs> I would love to be there. We'd love to take the podcast there, record mm-hmm. some of these yes. great attendees. Let's see if we can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to give it our best shot. Yeah. We yeah. do. I'm game. You're game? I'm game. Barbara's going to be there already. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was checking it out. She's already in the pool club. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Lauren, she's an affiliate of Night Dental. So um, Blue Box and Night Dental uh, both belong to the same corporation. So that's super oh. exciting. She's awesome. I love Lauren. She just has energy, doesn't she, Barbara? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I can't wait to meet her. I'm excited. Okay, so again, it's July, what, the 23rd and 24th? Yes. Ladiesofthemill.com. Can't get any easier than that. Nope. Yep. Awesome. Christina, Jill, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and telling us your story and the story of this great group you've put together. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you to both you and Barbara. We really appreciate it. It means a lot. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, we will talk to you soon and hopefully... See you at Ladies of the Mail. Yeah. Woo. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye. Whitmix offers you the ultimate in ease, material flexibility, and unattended production with the Roland DGA DWX 52 DCI milling machine. The Popular Mills Automatic Disc Changer expands your lab's production and profit. Using a 6-slot automatic disc changer, 15-station automatic tool changer, and several other automated features. The DWX52 DCI Dental Milling Machine now comes with performance software and other intelligent updates. The 5-axis mill even knows which tool to automatically swap out when tools have reached their designated lifespan. Just power it on, let it go, and automatically and accurately mill numerous dental restoration jobs with complete unattended confidence. If you're interested in learning more about the Roland DGA DWX 52DCI, visit Whitmix.com or call 1-800-626-5651. And as always, we appreciate your support of the podcast, Whitmix. A big thanks to Jill and Christina for coming on our podcast and sharing your amazing and inspiring stories with us. I absolutely loved what you two have done to bring other females and males and males technicians together to make the industry better for all. So Elvis and I are super excited to announce that Voices from the Bench will be at the Ladies of the Mill Summit. We'll be recording the speakers, the vendors, the attendees, anybody that wants to sit down with us to tell us your amazing and inspiring stories. Trust us, we really like doing in person. It's really, really fun. So if you walk by, one of us is going to grab you. So come on over. We will be at the Preet booth. There's another plug for you, mister. Mm-hmm. July 23rd to 24th in downtown Chattanooga. So head over to ladiesofthemill.com to see the lineup and get registered. Do not miss this event. In 10 years, when they are celebrating their 10th anniversary, you can say that you went to the very first one. So we'll see you there. And now, before we leave, we have a few submissions in for Dental Lab Technician and CDT Appreciation Month. So first up is our good friend, 
Tony Prespatino. Roll them. Hi, voices. I would like to thank Juan Torres for stepping in and filling in for the loss of an employee at Artifacts. It has been a seamless transition, and I'm extremely thankful for you, Juan. I'd also like to thank my bookkeeper, Kathleen, for all the paperwork done through the PPP during this pandemic. She happens to be my wife. Thanks, everybody. Hello, my name is Joseph Kolbeck. I am a CDT, and today I want to thank all the CDTs and all the people in this industry that have put a lot of hours and commitment to this industry. And I want to make a special thanks to Mr. Barry Lambert. He is the owner and founder of Town Country Dental Studios. He's a CDT and he is, I can say, my mentor. Happy month to everybody and let's keep putting smiles to everybody out there. Bye. All right. We want to thank all those that sent in your thanks. See how easy and amazingly fun that is? There's still three episodes left in the month. So send them to info at voicesfromthebench.com. We'll play them on the podcast and let's celebrate each other together. All right, everybody. That's all we got for you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>